Sensors podcast consumers welcome to episode 105 of go tell to the wall podcast i am of course your favorite podcast host the one and only sean or working we've got an action-packed episode for you tonight uh we had some technical difficulties earlier today in fact it, it was so bad i didn't think we were going to be able to record tonight i thought the computer was actually dead it was dead in the water and somehow like lazarus uh <laughs> from the bible or from green arrow depending how you want to look at it uh not that there's an actual lazarus in green arrow but watch the show you'll know what i mean uh it came back to life and so we are able to proceed tonight despite the fact that we are running a little bit late for those of you that only listen to audio this means nothing to you it's really only pertaining to the actual live feed uh so let's kick things off as usual with our social plugs that's right social plugs you can follow us between episodes, during episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Twitter. Follow our official uh, Go Tell to the Wall Twitter account, which is at Tell the Wall Pod. That's right, at Tell the Wall Pod. You can find us on Twitter. You can also follow my own personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. Just follow both of those. Again, at Magic Muppet. If you don't know why it's at Magic Muppet, then follow the Twitter, and you'll understand why that is my, my personal Twitter handle. Uh, and, of course, we are currently live on Facebook right now, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Head on over there, like our page, check back often for updates. That's going to keep you updated on everything pertaining to go tell it to the wall, the podcast, the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. And that's where I posted earlier today that the computer was dead and there was a possibility of uh, not having a podcast episode tonight. Uh, but, of course, we are persisting and, uh, and luckily the computer's cooperating. It's amazing that we just live in this world where we rely so much on technology. Uh, and especially in, in an industry like like I work in, just there's too much reliance on technology overall. Uh, of course, on we are on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, subscribe to our page, like the videos. That's where you're going to find all of our full live feeds. For those of you that don't like to use the Facebook and everything else, uh, you're going to find all of our live feeds as well as all of our beer reviews, parenting clips, and other clips that... that don't get posted on Facebook and, and other locations. So make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page. Uh, and of course, most importantly, all encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be Sean O'Rourke Live.com. That's right, Sean O'Rourke Live.com. Bookmark it. Check back often for updates. And you're actually going to find links to all those things I just mentioned. Uh, so even if you're not writing down those Twitter handles and everything else, just, just remember Sean O'Rourke Live.com can take you to all those things I just mentioned, as well as give you access uh, to blog posts, photos that you're literally not going to find anywhere else. You, you can see photos of our, our amazing uh, production crew that, that helps to keep everything running. And of course, you're also going to find a link to our Patreon page. That's right. Please, please, please become a patron of Go Tell to the Wall. Helps us to bring in new concepts. Helps to keep the show running smoothly. Every dollar helps. I'm not even joking when I say that. Every dollar helps. You want to you throw a dollar our way? Go ahead and do that on Patreon. Become a patron of Go Tell to the Wall. And there's also some awesome perks up there. So make sure you're participating and getting in on those if you so please. Uh, quick announcement regarding next week. There will be no episode next week. That's right. I'm actually... Uh, 
gonna be I'm gonna be in wedding madness. My cousin is getting married next week, and uh, so I will be heading up the coast uh, to to go to his wedding, dragging dragging the family along, dragging the family. Along. My, it's more my daughter is dragging us along because she's actually the flower girl. Someone's got to drive her up there. Uh, so got the house sitter all set, squared away, and uh, we'll be we'll be heading up the coast next week as opposed to sitting in the studio uh, and recording a podcast for all of you. So apologies that we are missing a week, but we will be back the following week. It's just sometimes life comes up and, and gets in the way and uh, and this is uh, this is actually the cousin who for those of you that watch the live feed this is actually the cousin who broke this, that news to me uh, maybe about a year ago on the live feed on Facebook so of, of course uh, I will I will have to be at his wedding and like I said someone's got to drive the flower girl uh, so just don't don't send me a bunch of emails next week saying hey where's episode 106 it's gonna be the week after it happens sometimes we get scheduling conflicts it's it's not the end of the world we will move forward beyond that. Uh, and sometimes, honestly, I just need a freaking break. Although it's not really a break, I'm going to be on a road trip with my with my family. Uh, fortunately, I do enjoy my family, so it's not going to be not going to be too much of a hassle. We'll see when I actually get to the wedding. I, I I do enjoy my extended family as well. It's just, as you know, thankfully it's not my wedding. I am I'm so happy I'm married. I'm also very happy that that my wedding day is uh is well over by now. It's four years ago. As fun as it is, if you've gotten married before. Uh, you you probably went through that period where you're like, why are we not just going to Vegas? And uh, so thankfully it's not my wedding, but you know there's still stress when when family's involved and everything else. Uh, record it from the wedding. That's actually not a bad idea, Bridget. You know what we're gonna do though. That's the thing is is make sure you subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you like our Facebook page because I will be uh, throwing up some clips and stuff as, as we travel. Uh, on this this little road trip and and go through the wedding and everything else and ho- I'm hoping to get some more some new beer reviews up there. Uh, I always do this when I travel outside of Southern California. Uh, I do it when I'm traveling around Southern California as well. But I try to find any kind of local beer, any kind of unique beer, uh, and if I can find some of those. The, the problem is I'm I'm heading up to wine country, <laughs> so there's not like we don't do wine reviews. Uh, so I'm gonna try to do some beer reviews. And of course, on that note. Uh, we have our beer this week for episode 105. That's right, 105. This is a New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Juicifer. Juicifer, that's right. We're getting such a glare on the freaking live feed there. I've got to adjust the lighting here in the studio. Uh, but New Belgium, big fan of New Belgium. We've had so many of them on the podcast before. And this this Voodoo Ranger Juicifer, they use this Voodoo Ranger branding. I don't. It's kind of like a double branding on there. But the Juicifer, of course, you can tell uh, it's going to be a juicy IPA. It's a juicy IPA. That's right. It is tasty. Chris, you would not like this one. I can promise you that. It, 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 it's, it's juicy, but it's definitely not juicy enough for our honor producer, Chris Hassong, uh, and definitely not Bridget. Bridget will not drink any beer. Uh, she is still waiting for the whiskey episode. Although I, I feel like we've, we've worked slightly toward the whiskey episode because Centibration, there was a bottle of whiskey literally like flying around the studio here and everyone else was drinking it so we will still get to an official whiskey episode uh but she's not going to enjoy this one i know that so 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 avoid that bridget bridget avoids all the beers so it doesn't matter Uh, but super tasty a little strong it's 7.7 percent alcohol content uh so keep that in mind but it is tasty it's juicy so you don't quite get as much of the hoppiness as you do on a lot of ipas but it is still definitely definitely an ipa Uh, so check them out if you're an ipa fan especially if you're into these like juicy hazy ipas this is definitely on the juicier side uh, of those those hazy New England IPAs that you, that have 
become so popular over the past year or so. Uh, so check them out. And New Belgium, I, I, it's a great brewery. They, I've never been disappointed by a New Belgium beer. I, some I like more than others, but I've never been disappointed. Uh, so definitely, definitely check them out. And you, you should be able to. It is a limited one, uh, but you can probably find this at your local grocery store, depending where you are around the country. Uh, definitely in California, that's for sure, uh, and elsewhere I would imagine as well, because New Belgium is quite popular. So check them out. Mm. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's a little juicy for me. Like I wouldn't buy a bunch of them, but it's just I'm I'm not in the super juicy stuff like like we're we're coming across uh, so much these days. All right, let's get into. Oh, see, I almost skipped right over it. The weekly rant. This is a new segment that we have added, and this is basically me just ranting about stupid people around the around the world, around the city, around the state, wherever it might be. Uh, of course, it's not all going to be about the Orange Menace because I could probably rant for hours about that, and there will be some ranting about that. There's always ranting throughout the episode anyway, uh, but this is a weekly rant, something that, that specifically has been bothering me over the past week or two or month or my lifetime, whatever it might be. So I want to talk a little bit about flyers. Flyers. Not the hockey team, you know, not uh, not like concert flyers that you get uh, that you get outside of, of shows a lot of times. Like I'm used to getting those. You just get so many of them. I'm talking about flyers on your gates and your front doors and all this good stuff. So, see, now, it, if, if you're new to the podcast, I live in Los Angeles. I live in a very populated area of Los Angeles called Highland Park. Very populated and very popular. Uh, it's And it's a great area. I love it. Uh, but, of course, these businesses like to go around to all of our houses uh, and put flyers on the gates. And most people have, like, you know, not gated community, but you've got a front gate and then, you know, front door kind of separating your, your front yard, backyard, whatever it might be. They love putting these flyers on the front gate. It, it's, it, I won't say it's a daily occurrence, but it's darn close to a daily occurrence. And I've said this to people because sometimes I'll be outside and I'll see them start putting like a card or a flyer on my gate. And I'm like, no, please don't. I'm, uh, we're okay. Thank you. And I'm, I'm not mean about it. But I'm just, I, it's like, no. And I've said to a few of them, I know those are just going to end up in the street. In fact, we got a flyer like a week ago. Uh, and of course, a bunch of them end up in the street. I see it right away. I take it off the gate and throw it in the recycling bin. Uh, but a bunch of them in the street. And then even to the point where there, I, there's houses on my street where they still have these flyers attached to the gate. And you know they're just going to end up in the street eventually anyway. Granted, we do have street sweeping, but that's no excuse to just be littering around the entire street. And that's what happens with all of these. And in fact, it's funny, there's a cleaning services, a cleaning service. I don't know if they're national or, or local, what it is. They're called Tidy, T-I-D-Y. Uh, and it's a, it's a cleaning service that you can bring in. And they flyer the hell out of all the houses around here. And what happens is all of these flyers end up in the street. So not only are they, like not getting business to these houses to clean their houses, but they're making a bigger mess around the neighborhood. And it's, it's a constant thing. And they're not the only culprit of this that, that does this. There's so, so, so many out there. And I can't, I can't stand it. This is why I tell them, no, please don't put anything on my gate. And I'm, I always think, you know, we live in a world where we have internet, you know, uh, and, and we have friends that we talk to, neighbors that you talk to, to get recommendations on things. I, I can honestly say in my entire life, I've never pulled a flyer off of anything, my front door, my gate, uh, even out of the mail, for God's sake, and said, oh, I'm definitely calling this person to, to do whatever on my house, to you know clean my house, to, to landscape my house, whatever it is. Never. Never. And then the, and the political stuff, too. I, I'm all for being informed uh, from a political standpoint, but those come on the fence, too. And I'm just like, you know what? S- calm it down. Calm it down. If anything, you've actually turned me off from voting for you. You've turned me off from using your services because you're just making a mess of my neighborhood. That's what's going on here. Use the internet. Use your friends. That's that's what that that's the point that we've reached. And on that same note, as solicitors, I'm sure it's going to be another rant about solicitors. Uh, but in this day and age, I, I it, it amazes me that there's still 
door-to-door solicitors, people that are coming door-to-door, whether they're selling something, whether, you know, services or products or whatever, or just looking for donations, whatever it is. And I appreciate the, a lot of times it's like, I get it. And, and they're the same thing. The, they'll come to my gate, they'll ring my doorbell and I'll say, you know what? No, thank you. It, it's fine. Good luck to you. I, I constantly, I'm saying that. And sometimes I get dirty looks and I've actually spat back at them when I get, sometimes when I get dirty looks, cause it's like, why are you giving me a dirty look? Here's the thing. We live in a day and age where there are so many scams with people coming to your front door. So many of those. I don't know what you're coming here for. Sure. Maybe you're, it's a very legitimate thing. Maybe you're selling something. Maybe you're looking for donations. Maybe it's even an organization that I would be very proud to support. However, I'm not trusting you coming to my door. We live in a day and age where that should stop completely. In fact, if you're not aware of this, uh, th- in Southern California, at least, they, they tell students not to go door to door when they do fundraisers like candy bars and stuff. Now, of course, you know, my, my next door neighbor kids come over and say, hey, you want to buy that? That's one thing. But if you're just going random door to door, get out of here. Get out of here. I had an experience about a week ago, uh, two guys bigger than me, and I'm not a small guy. I'm not a small guy. I'm 6'3", like 210, 215. I'm not a small guy. Two guys bigger than me. They come to my gate, and they ring the doorbell. I got a ring doorbell, of course, and I, and I look out, and before I even have a chance to go out there, they start, like, tapping a pen on my gate, and I can hear the guy out there, and he's saying my address. He's like, hey, hey, hey. I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell are you doing? Not answering the door. And, and on top of this, I'm looking at you saying, oh, now you're trying to make sure no one is home so that you can come break into the house. I'm telling you, in the year 2019, there should be no longer be door-to-door solicitors. I really do feel for anyone that has that job. But unfortunately, scams and dishonest people have ruined that. So it's just not possible anymore. So let's stop the flyers. Uh, let's stop the uh, let's stop the soliciting because I, neither one of them is going to work for me. It's just not. And I know there's other people out there that will agree with me. Chris and Bridget, I, uh, I I'm I'm sure Chris strikes me as someone who's like, leave me alone, very much like I am. Leave me alone. Especially you got kids at home, you got a kid napping, you know, and they start ringing the door. It's like Jesus Christ, just leave me alone. That's enough. That's enough. No more solicitors. No more littering flyers. Come on, people. All right, what's trending on social right now? We got some stuff trending on social right now. We got some serious stuff. We got some funny stuff. We got some ridiculous things. I want to kick some things off with some serious and ridiculous things. Uh, This is a a tag that is floating around the social platforms right now. It's Moscow Mitch. That's right. Moscow is in Russia. Moscow Mitch. Uh, This is referring to Mitch McConnell, of course. And, you know, I don't like to get political on this podcast and and we're going to a couple times today uh, for this particular episode we do occasionally but I try not to but when we do it's always common sense things so Mitch McConnell blocked legislation that would have would have increased security for elections in our country now I don't care what side of the aisle you fall on here but we know that something shady was has been going on regarding elections we know it oh Bridget yeah I know you both do. That's the thing. Chris and Bridget both have the leave me alone vibe. Uh, I, I'm working on that. For some reason, despite the, the big beard, people still think they can talk to me. And I'm like, please don't talk to me. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Uh, but Mitch McConnell blocked that legislation. And so, of course, people are taking to social platforms and and, uh, and, and their channels, whatever it might be, to point out that, that he is essentially a, a, uh, a Russian asset. Uh, and he's been a little offended by this. He's been actually offended. Uh, and... All, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Mitch, you're a fucking duck here. 
clearly you want the Russian interference. So don't be offended when people are calling you a Russian asset. Uh, and on that same note, of course, we also have another hashtag going around. This is Leningrad Lindsay. That's right, Leningrad Lindsay. People having fun with this. That's Lindsey Graham, uh, who is another politician there in, in Washington. Uh, and of course has been, this is the one who was an outspoken, uh, was outspoken against the orange menace. And then of course changed his tune because he is a Republican, uh, once the orange menace got into office. So of course, because Lindsey Graham is just as bad as Mitch McConnell, uh, just happens to not quite have as much power when it comes to the, the political stage. And, uh, and, and these people need to be called out mercilessly. Mercilessly. And that's why I'm talking about politics here on episode 105, uh, is because it, these are necessary things. These, this is common sense. Common sense. Increase security to protect our democracy, and you're fighting against that. That's common sense. That you are doing bad things. <laughs> bad things. That's a new hashtag. I think we'll use that one, too. Hashtag bad things. These people doing bad things. It's just, that's everything Republican and GOP. Hashtag bad things. Ugh. Gosh, speaking of deplorable people, man, uh, Scott, Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Are you familiar with Scott Adams? He's actually the creator and writer of uh, the comic strip Dilbert and the, the short-lived animated show, uh, which was actually remotely funny. I hate to admit that I found the comic strip and the, and the animated show remotely funny. Uh, I did. However, I don't find Scott Adams uh, very funny at all. Um I chose not to go too in-depth on, on talking about the need for gun reform because we've talked about it so much and, and need to continue talking about it, but I didn't want to flood this episode with, with more of that. But unfortunately, we did have another, a, another mass shooting there in Gilroy uh, at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. It was actually quite terrifying for me. Some friends of mine that live down in Orange County uh, were actually at the Gilroy Garlic Festival like the day before this happened. Uh, and and it was it was crazy because my wife said to me, "Did you see? There's an active shooter at Gilroy Garlic Festival." And I went, "Oh my God!" Kathy and David are there with their kids. Uh, fortunately, they weren't there the day the shooting happened, uh, so they are they are safe. But unfortunately, uh, not everyone was safe from this. Uh, and so Scott Adams, what he did was tweeted like right after the shooting in Gilroy. He's actually not far from there. He lives in Pleasanton. If you're not familiar with Pleasanton, I'm quite familiar with Pleasanton. Uh, uh, John Madden actually also lives there. It's a great area to live. I have uh, family that lives there. Uh, so tweeted out from there, he has some news platform that he's been trying to push and hasn't been doing real well. And basically tweeted out, anyone who's a witness of the, the, the shooting, uh, you can go on my platform and name your price. Name your price uh, to give interviews. Now, I, that's about where I stopped. I said, people just died. People just died. Scott Adams, and you're out here looking to profit off of it. You're looking to get more people on your shitty platform because you saw an opportunity and didn't care about the fact that people died. Children. Children. Died. Scott Adams, you're a piece of shit. No one should ever read your comic strip ever again. And honestly, I hope you fall off the face of the earth somehow. Maybe he's a flat earther and he thinks he can fall off the face of the earth and he should just start walking. Fall off the earth, Scott Adams. So sick of this. And apparently he's, this is like a common thing with him. I'm, I've never been super familiar with Scott Adams, but pretty common thing. Uh, I do, I'm close personal, fr close personal. I'm close friends with uh, John Rosenberg, who is another comic book uh, illustrator and writer, uh, very progressive, of course, and he's also a friend of mine. And he's actually been, been flying that Scott Adams is a hateful son of a bitch flag for years. Uh, and, and really this one just got, thrust into the the national spotlight because of how deplorable the thing that he did was it really was uh 
and of course, more deplorable people. Man, ugh. This one's a little political. Uh, but Buffy, Buffy, that's right, not uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Not Sarah Michelle Geller. The original Buffy from the original motion picture. Uh, her name is Christy, what the hell's her last name? Christy Swanson? Yeah, Christy Swanson. So she decided to get on the social platforms uh, recently and called out another actor named Patrick Gallagher, who happens to be from Canada. He is a United States citizen, just happened to be born in Canada. Let me get that straight right now. Uh, and of course, she said to, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, she said, you know, and he had spoken out about the Orange Menace and the administration and some changes that need to be made. And she came out and said, well, if you don't like it here, I, I will buy you a one-way ticket back to Canada. Send you back there. And, of course, there's a bunch of back and forth. And I, I'm not going to get into the back and forth. Here's the bottom line here. It's something that I haven't talked about yet. Uh, I did talk a little bit about the send her back. But the thing is, if you're going to be an Orange Menace supporter, a Republican, whatever it is, that whole send her back, the whole I'm going to you go back to your country shit, we don't need to change America. Yeah, you need to stop that shit right now. You need to stop that shit. Whether you think that or not, you need to stop it. Because your so-called president, that orange son of a bitch that's sitting in the White House right now, he ran his entire presidential campaign on changing the United States of America. And all you sons of bitches voted for him. So you can't turn around and say, oh, you want to change things here? Well, then go somewhere else. That's First of all, it's not how it works, period. But you lost any leg to stand on when it comes to that simply because the orange son of a bitch ran on that platform. Do you not understand this, people? It, it's, it's amazing to me that people don't understand this. And they don't because they continue to say, send her back. Go back. Go somewhere else. You elected a dude that had a whole campaign slogan, make America great again. Change America. You have no leg to stand on. But of course, they're going to stand on that leg that they don't even have because that's what fucking Republicans do. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Let's move on from the deplorable people for a minute, huh? <laughs> I'm just, I can't with these people anymore. So I got some funny hashtags for you. Uh, hashtag, I hate when people, I hate when people ask me. I hate when people ask me. Uh, this is a funny one, actually. I enjoyed this one thoroughly, and uh, the, the, a couple of hosts on ESPN Radio were talking about this earlier, and I completely related to them. Uh, first of all, I hate when anyone asks me anything. I'm not a smart person. I'm not. I am not the authority on anything. I, you know, I, I'm usually not going to give you useful information uh, unless it's just hashtag common sense of, of me talking to a wall. I, I, I am not, I'm not a fountain of information for you, and I'm also I'm, I'm an extroverted introvert. So I don't want to be asked a bunch of questions. Uh, but the reason this really stuck out to me is I worked for Disney for eight years. I worked for Disney for eight years. And hashtag, I hate when people ask me for goddamn Disneyland tickets. No, you cannot have tickets. You can't have them. And even the people didn't ask me for tickets. I, I grew up in San Diego. Spent my youth in San Diego. I had so many friends from San Diego. They'll call me <laughs> as they're driving from San Diego uh, to Disneyland on a random day and be like, hey, we're heading to Disneyland. You want to come meet up? And it's like, they drive about an hour and a half to Disneyland. And where I live in Los Angeles, I got to drive about an hour and a half to Disneyland. They got a further drive distance wise, but I got to spend about the same amount of time in the car. So no, <laughs> I ain't meeting you at Disneyland. Give me a couple days notice or a week's notice. And I have met friends there, but I'm not doing, I'm not doing it when you're just on, on your way. 
Like, oh, oh, you're going to be at Disneyland in an hour? Have fun. <laughs> you know? No, you cannot have my discount. Ugh. Ugh. I have friends that listen to the podcast that are going to hear this episode and be like, my bad, dude. I asked you a lot of times, and I know it. It's okay. I forgive you, but just keep that in mind when you have friends that work for places. You know? You got friends that work at ESPN. They're not going to get you sporting event tickets for everything. It's just not possible. Calm down. Uh, another hashtag trending on social right now is hashtag National Girlfriends Day. Hashtag National Girlfriends Day. Not National Girlfriend Day. This isn't about your girlfriend, whether uh, you're straight or, or, or gay or bi, whatever it is. Girlfriends. So I think people went a different direction with this. Uh, a lot of people did. But this is this is celebrating your girlfriends. Like your friends. Okay? So all you guys out there, calm down. You're not a fucking player. You're not, God, I, I think I've I've hit the F-bomb. Oh, I've hit the F-bomb limit already today. I gotta hold my tongue. It's it's adding the weekly rant. But you're not a player. Don't post things like National Girlfriends Day. Just, just leave that hashtag alone, because you're not. You're not. But if you want to celebrate your friends that are girls, do it. Have some fun with it. But apparently, it's hashtag National Girlfriends Day, because someone decided it's hashtag National Girlfriends Day, and who knows who decides these things? I don't know. Nobody. I'm going to make things up. I'm going to make National Go Tell It to the Wall Day. That's coming. Uh, Chris and Bridget, we're, let, let's let's think about what hashtag National Go Tell It to the Wall Day is going to be. National Common Sense Day. Oh, National Common Sense Day. Hashtag National Common Sense Day. We're working on that one. We'll pick a date, and that's going to be the date. And we're just going to we're just going off that. That's it. I don't care what other day it is that day. National Common Sense Day. Alright, another hashtag floating around right now, which is apparently today, is hashtag Spider-Man Day. That's right, hashtag Spider-Man Day. I don't have a lot on this. I will tell you, Spider-Man's cool. That's great. I, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan personally. I, I don't dislike him. I'm more of a Deadpool guy, as you can tell from all the Deadpool crap around the studio. <laughs> but one thing to keep in mind, if even if you are a Spider-Man fan and you want to share this hashtag, uh, you're just giving free marketing to Disney. Disney owns Spider-Man. And when you post these hashtags and you post clips and all this other stuff, you're just giving free marketing to Disney. And Disney has enough money, they don't need any free marketing. So even if you love Spider-Man, calm down. Common Sense says Disney doesn't need free marketing. They have plenty of money to pay for it. Oh. All right, one more thing in trending on social. I know we're, we're, we're getting over time here already in trending on social. Man, this one I found interesting and important, though. Uh, so there was apparently... A streaming malfunction that happened with a young gamer, uh, a, a Chinese woman, I believe, in China. I, I, I didn't get too in-depth on this. Uh, was using a filter to make herself look like super young, essentially. And I'm looking at side-by-sides to look like a young teenager, like young teenager. And was a very popular gamer uh, on gaming platforms there in China. Probably, you know, Twitch or whatever version of that we have. We're actually going to talk a little bit of Twitch. It's weird. I, we're gonna, we've got some Twitch in this episode. Uh, she was doing an interview, and actually the filter... Uh, malfunctioned and turned off and everyone realized that she was actually a 58 year old Chinese woman 58 not a young Chinese woman uh, and that's fine be a 58 year old Chinese woman and stream your gaming and all the other stuff I have no problem with that the reason I bring this up is just a reminder that so social platforms are unbelievably fake they're unbelievably fake you know uh, the same thing this must be as probably a small fraction of our fan base, but the same thing goes for if you're calling those those like he's call them uh, 900 numbers. What do you call like the sex lines? 
You know, you come home drunk at one in the morning and, and just flip on the television, give you know, like Dateline and not Dateline. That's like a show on serious news show. But you know what I mean? Those meet singles and all this. Or you call and it's like, you know, you have you have a little little phone sex talk. Yeah. Keep in mind that, that those men and women, they don't look the way you think they look. And that's OK. If you're into that, do your thing. But just remember, so fake, so fake. I know this <laughs> like firsthand, not because I called phone sex lines. I happen to live near a woman who was a phone sex operator, and uh, I guarantee you, not not to, not in a shallow way, but I guarantee you, all the people calling her would have been disappointed if they actually saw her photo. Yeah, it happens. All right, let's move on to some entertainment news, man. Let me get a little sip of my Voodoo Ranger Juicifer. Oh, it's so tasty. It is tasty. I'm liking it more and more. I don't, I don't love these like juicy. You know, IPAs as much as a lot of people do, but it's getting tastier as I as I have some of it. Mm. Recommend it though. Like I said, if you if you like the juicy the juicy IPAs. All right, moving on some entertainment news here. Mario Lopez, man, that son of a bitch. Uh, he he's basically an ignorant asshole. He made some comments while doing an interview. Uh, talking about trans children, and I'm I'm not even going to give him the platform and 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 get into detail about what he said exactly. Uh, ignorant comments when it comes to to transgendered children, and then also calling out parents and saying that it, it's bad parenting. Uh, now, of course, he has since then come back out and said, "I am sorry that I alienated anyone," uh, because he is a shallow son of a bitch, and and wants to make sure he keeps his viewers for whatever terrible. Access Hollywood show he is hosting right now. Let me tell you this. Uh, people show their true colors. And granted, sometimes you slip up and you say something dumb. Uh, no, this was him being in-depth and showing his true colors. Regardless of apology, uh, we can we can no longer accept Mario Lopez as, as a good human being. We just we can't. Uh, so stop watching his show. Stop watching all his shit. And I can tell you, uh, I know firsthand. I know firsthand. To the point where uh, his his entourage, and I don't want to get into details because I'm not giving names or anything. His entourage uh, actually beat the hell out of uh, someone that I know personally for no reason, no good reason. Beat the hell out of him. That's Mario Lopez. Don't be swayed by the pretty face, you know, the abs and the pecs. Trust me, he he, he looks like that in person. I've seen him in person. He, he ra- he's raced Malibu, uh, the Malibu triathlon years that I did. But don't be fooled by that. He showed his true colors. And I hope he gets run off television. Because he is a disgusting human being. Disgusting. Mario Lopez, putting you on blast. Can't stand this fakeness. This fake smile. And the stupid little dimples. Get out of here. You're bigoted. You're ignorant. And you're hateful. That's enough Mario Lopez. He is canceled. Alright. Man. More Spider-Man news. I actually didn't talk about this. We didn't get to this a few weeks ago. Uh, there is a, a a man in Britain, a father, uh, in, in Great Britain. I can't remember exactly where it was, uh, but in Great Britain. Unfortunately, lost his four-year-old son to, to a disease. His son passed away. Uh, I think that's why I hadn't really talked about this. It, it's terrifying to me. It's terrifying. I, I can't stand to see my, my little girl even hurt. Um, I don't know what I would do if, if God forbid... Um, something happened to my, my young child, uh, my child in general, you know, I'm, I'm sure my mother would say the same thing. And I'm, I'm in my late thirties at this point. Uh, just, it's a horrible, horrible thing for a parent to have to go through. I actually wanted to, his, his son, his four-year-old son was a huge, 
Spider-Man fan. Huge Spider-Man fan. And he actually wanted to put Spider-Man on the gravestone uh, where his son was buried. Want to do it. Uh, the the led the legislative community, you know, the pol- politicians, uh, wherever he lives, they had to approve it. So he went to them and they said, well, this is owned by Disney. Disney needs to approve it. Uh, Disney, of course, did not approve it. We are talking about the company that made a preschool paint over their Disney mural because it was Disney's intellectual property. And it goes beyond that. He actually put up a temporary gravestone because didn't know what to do for his son. Put up a temporary plastic gravestone with Spider-Man on it. And the community, the, the politicians in his community told him he had to take it down because it was not approved. And at this point, doesn't know what he's going to do for a gravestone. This is a grieving father who lost his four-year-old. Grieving father. And I know I'm going to get the emails of like, well, you, Disney can't just let anyone use their IP. This is a grieving father of a four-year-old. Four. Think about, if you're an adult, think about the last four years of your life. That's what that kid got to live. Four years. Four. I don't care IP, whatever else. If this kid was a big Spider-Man fan, that's the least you can do is let them have a Spider-Man picture on the gravestone. That's the least you can do. But again, Disney and the mouse, so greedy. Well, don't use our intellectual property. And there's a story out there of like, well, we don't want to associate it with death. You can't, uh, spoiler alert, you killed fucking Tony Stark in the fucking Avengers. You don't want to associate Marvel characters with death. You killed him. He's dead. Get out of here with that. Honestly. God. Speaking of <laughs> Avengers Endgame, like that transition, just so, so clean, so clean. Speaking of, of Avengers Endgame, uh, the actress, the young actress, uh, Lexi Rabe, Rabe, uh, Chris, maybe correct me on that pronunciation if I have it wrong. Lexi Rabe, who actually played uh, the uh, Tony Stark's daughter in Endgame, uh, is actually getting bullied online. She's seven years old. Seven. Again, seven years old. Getting bullied online. And it's all spawned from a mall meet and greet appearance that was done. Uh, and a lot of fans thought that she didn't do it correctly. She didn't do it long enough. Didn't meet and greet enough fans. She's seven. Seven years old. So maybe she had a bad day. Whatever it is. Maybe she is seven years old. And can't handle all that pressure of a meet and greet. But people are bullying her online. To the point that she had to go on, uh, and I always say don't let kids online, but I actually did a little bit of digging, and her Instagram account is actually run by her her team of management and everything else. But she posted a video saying, please, and it wasn't just her. It was her mother getting targeted by online bullies as well. So calm down. Calm down the bullying on a seven-year-old. I don't care if she's an actress. She's seven. And also, I'd like to point out for everyone out there that's not aware of this, uh, most actors, musicians, actresses, public figures, they actually don't like meet and greets. They don't. You see the smiling face and everything else, and, oh, that's great. And maybe they take a moment to take a picture with you. Most times at meet and greets, you can't take a picture because they're just trying to cycle people through. Eight years at Disney. A lot of fucking meet and greets. A lot of them. Just so many. And I can tell you, 95% of the time, 
I had to be the bad guy. So that that actor, musician, actress, public figure didn't come across as, as mean to their fans. But in reality, going off of their instructions. So keep that in mind next time you're going to meet and greet. Keep that in mind. Don't pay a bunch of money for a meet and greet to go meet someone that really doesn't give a shit. They don't. And I'm not saying Lexi Rabe doesn't care. It's just that she's seven years old. And we have adults that do these meet and greets that can't stand doing them. Cut her a little bit of slack. Oh, man. Ninja. Ninja. Not Ninja Turtles. Ninja. Are you guys familiar with Ninja? I am. He's a he's a gaming streamer. Uh, very popular on Twitch. Actually makes millions of dollars through sponsorships and all this other stuff. I, I, I am not really into the gaming streaming culture. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just not something I'm into personally. But he's so famous that even I know who he is uh, at this point. He's actually leaving Twitch. Uh, moving to another platform called Mixer, which is a new platform from Microsoft. That's right. This is Microsoft's answer to Twitch. And if you're not familiar with Twitch, Twitch is actually owned by Amazon. Totally owned by Amazon. And, and I think Twitch is a pretty good platform. I, I've messed with it a little bit. We've thought about doing live feeds on Twitch, and it's more from the gaming standpoint. Uh, I think they do good things. But I, I found this interesting because I'm sure Microsoft paid him a little bit of money to switch platforms there. Uh, but he also has 14 million followers on Twitch. 14 million people uh, that I'm not, I'm sure not all at the same time, but but tune in to watch him play video games. Now he's going to be basically moving that fan base from Twitch over to this new platform, Mixer. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm sure Microsoft paid him, but it, it's going to be interesting to see if this Mixer also competes with Twitch. I, I have friends that enjoy using the Twitch and they watch the Twitch and they're gamers. And if you're a gamer, I think Twitch is just, it's like part of life, not and not, I don't mean that in a weird way, uh, but very much the way, like YouTube is is very important to to what I do. You know, being a podcaster and and a, and a broadcaster. Jesus Christ, I almost said influencer. We don't like influencers here. I'm broadcaster. You know that that's important to gamers and fans. You know, YouTube YouTube personalities get a lot of fans, so it's going to be interesting to see if Mixer uh, starts competing with Twitch on that same level. And I, and like I said, Ninja is so popular that even I know, I like, I don't know what the hell he plays or what he does on his streams, but I know of Ninja cause he's like the most popular video gaming streamer around basically. So, so interesting. Uh, I am still on. No, man. My notes are just like wrong here. Okay. Uh, so we got a story. This actually, I believe we talked about this on the podcast uh, maybe a year ago or so. Uh, and it's picking up steam again. There's there's this this campaign to move Halloween. That's right. Move Halloween to the last weekend in, in October as opposed to just always being October 31st. Uh, so far, 150,000 people have signed this this petition on change.org. I know we've talked a little bit, a lot about dumb petitions and everything else. This one is, is definitely in that gray area where I'm okay. If, like, this is a, a big change that a lot of people might want. Um, but it's, it, you know, it, as ridiculous as it is to have a petition. Uh, so, so far, 150,000 people uh, on change.org have signed this. And, and uh, it makes sense. To me, it makes, like, I'm trying to, I would, today I was like, dude, like, is there a way for me to be angry and, and on the other side of this? Not, not really. Uh, because there's a benefit to parents and kids. Now, I also get it with the parents that maybe like to, because 
as you know, the the how the weekend closest to Halloween, that's when everything goes off. That's when you go to bars and stuff. And so maybe there are parents out there that like to do the partying on the Halloween weekend and then take their kids trick-or-treating on, you know, like a Monday night or a Thursday night, whatever it might be. I don't know what it was this past year. Uh, but for me, like, I get it. I'm not going to sign the petition because I don't feel that strongly about it, especially just growing up in the Halloween world. I literally grew up in the Halloween world, uh, modeled Halloween costumes, for God's sake. Uh, so, but I'm also not passionate about like, no, it needs to be October 31st, but also keep in mind everyone out there listening that it is rooted in a pagan holiday. (laughs) So it's actually a day, uh, that would be like moving Christmas from to the last weekend in December because you know, it's, it, it's, it's a funky one, but, but I understand both sides of this and, and we'll see if it actually picks up steam and, and Halloween is changed to being a weekend every year. At the same time, you understand like Labor Day is always a Monday. Uh, Veterans Day, I believe, is always a Friday or or a Monday. Like, they move the observed holiday, you know. Um, I know it can also be on a Friday. My, my daughter was born on Veterans Day, for God's sake. I think they still consider that November 11th is Veterans Day, but it's Veterans Day observed. It's kind of like Halloween observed, you know. We just all have to get on the same page. That's the thing with kids and trick-or-treating. You all got to be on the same page. Otherwise, you're knocking on doors on October 28th, and people are like, what the hell are you doing here? It's not Halloween. So we, we do all have to be on the same page for that to work. Uh, some music news. Oh, I've actually got some clarification on this. Um, and Chris, I see you're on. I'm, I'm hoping Bridget is also on because, and you know, I'll talk to her later about this because the next story I'm going to run through because I've been skipping it for a couple episodes now. Uh, but before I get to that, we've got some clarification on the Blink-182 EP. Uh, I'd mentioned their new album's coming out September 20th, and they had announced, I believe it was Travis a couple months ago, said that there's a new EP coming out right after the new album, and it was kind of like, okay, album, then EP right after? Okay, that's fine. Uh, we, we did get some clarification on that recently uh, through an interview. It seems like the EP is actually going to be all of the collaborations. I mentioned, oh, man, months ago about Pharrell being on the new Blink-182 album. Looks like the Pharrell track... Um, um, along with other collaborative tracks, are going to be on this Blink-182 EP uh, that is coming out after the the new album, which comes out September 20th. Uh, But it looks like it's likely not going to be right after. They're probably still working on this one. Uh, Probably going to drop in 2020, not in 2019. So look for that one in 2020. does make a little more sense when it comes to uh, album than EP right after. Granted, I get it. People are like, "No, no, you you have an album," and yeah, I get it. But when you're when you're planning an album and an EP at the same time, that's when it gets a little crazy. It's like, well, you know, what are we doing here? So that does make a little more sense. It's it's kind of a a, a EP of collaborations. Uh, probably one that if you are a Blink fan, uh, probably gonna want to pick up. I wish they'd put the Aoki track on there, but I don't think they will. All right, I want to run through these real quick, especially if so. This one is specifically just from the the punk punk rock fan base here. Uh, this is an article from All Press. This one, it's a few weeks old, uh, but this is basically uh, the top ten pop songs that punks listen to, but won't admit they listen to. Uh, and so I wanted to get to God. All Press is so terrible when it comes to their their layout of their website. And I just want to run through these top ten. I'm curious. So please hit me with your feedback and see if, because I went through this and I only recognized one of the songs and I don't listen to any of the ten. Uh, number one, Taylor Swift, Look What You Made Me Do. I know who Taylor Swift is. I don't know this song. Uh, number two, Kesha, Praying. I'm familiar with Kesha, not familiar with the song. Uh, number three, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. I'm familiar with Ari- Ariana Grande. She's terrible. Uh, 
Number four, oh, there's two songs I'm familiar with. Number four, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. I know the song. Horrible, horrible song. Uh, number five, Marshmallow and Bastille, Happier. I actually love Bastille, and I love the lead singer of Bastille. Uh, and and I, I got nothing against Marshmallow. That is the most depressing music video you will ever watch in your life. I'm not a fan of that song. Uh, Demi, Demi Lovato, Sorry Not Sorry. I'm familiar with Demi. I've worked with Demi. Don't know the song. Uh, number seven, DNCE. This is uh, Joe Jonas's band, Cake by the Ocean. No. Uh, number eight, Post Malone, Sway Lee, Swally, whatever the fuck that name is, Sunflower. No. Uh, number nine, Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. I'm actually getting a little bit into Billie Eilish, partly because she's actually really from Highland Park. Uh, my wife is a bit of a Billie Eilish fan, became one recently. Uh, number 10, The Chainsmokers, Closer. And apparently that's featuring Halsey. I don't care for Halsey. She likes to to contribute to the sexist uh, fashion show that is the Victoria's Secret, whatever the hell they call that thing. Oh man, we are running out of time already. I'm gonna I want to get through. We're gonna speed through a couple of these things. Some parenting. Mm. I'm gonna speed through tech news because there's nothing in depth with tech news. Uh, so there was a case out of Michigan actually. A ten year old boy. Uh, was possibly being charged for assault, uh, spawned from a dodgeball game at his school uh, where a a child, another child, had accused him of assault. And there was possibly going to be a case against this 10-year-old of assault while playing dodgeball at his school. He was literally instructed by his PE teacher, gym teacher, whoever it was, to throw dodgeballs at other people. And then this other kid came out and said that this could be assault. Luckily, the 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 DA uh, in that area of Michigan came out and said there will not be charges because it's absolutely ridiculous. And literally, there's there's no legal precedent because he was told to play this game and throw dodgeballs at other kids. The real reason the ridiculousness of that, of course, aside, the real reason I bring this up is I think it's just time to retire dodgeball. Let's just eliminate it at schools uh, if dodgeball existed at a school you went to, you, you're probably aware of this. I went to an all-male high school. All-male high school. All-girl all high school right down the street. All-female. I went to the all-boys high school. When the PE teacher was being lazy, and I, had, I, I knew people at the high school, they were like, oh, we're playing dodgeball today in gym and PE. And that's, they would literally pick up the dodgeballs and they would target other people. And this was essentially the jocks picking on the less athletically inclined students at the school. Now, honestly, I never even played dodgeball. I had a pass to get out of PE. I was an elite track athlete. I didn't have to do that shit. I, I had to take a year of PE, and half of that year was health, and I was a freshman. Never had to do the dodgeball shit. But let's eliminate it completely. Let's eliminate it. It's throwing balls at people. Like, you can't come up with a better game? Come on now. Play some volleyball. Set up a net. Play some volleyball. Do something else. Let's eliminate dodgeball. Uh, but thankfully for this young kid in Michigan, he's not going to be charged for something ridiculous. Uh, on the same note of eliminating things when it comes to, to schools, and I'm not saying we should eliminate this, but it's just interesting. Uh, we've seen a steady decrease in football participation uh, for high school students in California. It's been a steady decrease since about 2014. I'm not going to give you exact numbers here, uh, but m it's mostly because of injury issues. Uh, that's what it's being chalked up to. We're seeing so many injuries in football, and, and we know my, like my children never going to play football. You can play some flag football. That's great. Play. I, I want my kids playing sports, never playing football. It's just not happening, period. No, it, it's a, it's a no-go no matter what you say. 
Um, and it's nothing against football. I enjoy watching football. I, if you if you want to play football, it's fine. You want your kids to play. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lecture you on it. My kids are not playing football. Uh, but another smaller reason uh, is, and this one I disagree with. Uh, is is high school kids are becoming more focused on one sport, and it is good to concentrate on one sport. I played a lot of basketball in high school. I played summer league uh, basketball in high school, uh, and I played club basketball throughout the year. But I also still ran track and cross country and played roller hockey. I think you need to you need to be diverse in your sporting, uh, not only from a social aspect, but just just an athletic aspect uh, uh, point of view as well. And it's not getting better and more athletic necessarily. It's just knowing to play different, knowing how to play different things, having different skill sets when it comes to athletics. Uh, and then also when you get a little older and you get into a, to a very elite level like college or whatever it might be, uh, you're less injury prone at that point because your, your body isn't so focused on, on like three to five exact movements. You're a broader athlete, and I think that's important for people. Um, so, so I would like to see a lot more of that as well. I'm gonna skip that last thing on parenting. That's probably just never gonna happen. All right, I want to talk a couple things about mental health. I'm not getting in depth on mental health. If you caught the uh, the teaser, I already said that. But these are two just very, very, very important things. Uh, first off is Marianne Williamson. Is it Marianne Williamson or Williams? Why do I have Williamson here? I thought it was no, it is Williamson. Marianne Williamson. She is a Democratic candidate for president, uh, going for the Democratic nomination. Uh huh. Supposedly, no chance, zero chance, kind of a joke thing. Uh, but that also scares me because there was a time three years ago where we all looked at a particular orange person as he was on television. So no way can this, this guy be president. And ain't sitting in the White House right now. So I'm not taking that lightly. Uh, but Marianne Williamson, she is actually a uh, self-help guru from California. I- I'm very progressive. I love my state. Self-help guru from California, we're probably not going to get along. Self-help guru from anywhere, we're probably not going to get along. Just just keep to yourself over there. But it's crazy because she was at the Democratic debate last night uh, and was the number one searched candidate in 49 states in the United States of America. Everyone was curious about her. I don't know what she did. I don't watch the debates. We got 50 people trying to be, and, and they're all cannibalizing each other. We're, we're going to end up with the orange menace for another fucking four years. I already, I already know it. I say it to my wife on a weekly basis. We're doing this. We got another four years of this son of a bitch because we're all we're cannibalizing each other. And I'm not I'm not even Democrat. I'm, I'm registered independent. But those candidates are cannibalizing each other. It's, it's disgusting. Um, but on top of that, the important thing to keep in mind here, she's actually anti vaccinations, anti vaccinations. Uh, and she also believes that antidepressants can kill you. So she is completely anti mental health care completely anti and if you're a fan of this podcast you know that we are big 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 proponents of mental illness awareness mental health care and everything pertaining to that Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast and you're going to vote for marianne williamson uh just stop listening to this podcast because you're not going to like anything that happens if she somehow falls ass first into that nomination Uh, and that's why that's that's just and stop giving her airtime that's the other thing too. Everyone, stop searching it. Stop giving her airtime. Stop saying all these things, posting shit and all this. Stop. Stop. It's that old saying: like if if we stop acknowledging, it will just go away. And that's what should happen here with Marianne Williamson. Um, and one other thing I want to talk about, and this is the same thing with mental health care. Uh, this is about a year old, but it, it came up again recently. There was a man suffering from a psychotic breakdown. 
uh, and actually had his car break down in South Carolina. Uh, and there's a whole story behind this. We'll, you know, we'll probably post this one on the Facebook page. Uh, but what happened was they realized he was having a psychotic breakdown. Uh, paramedics actually came out and everything and put him into a police car. But he was supposed to be taken somewhere else and actually was dropped off at a, a, a closed gas station. The police officer dropped him off at a closed gas station. Uh, he then was still having a psychotic episode. Uh, and, and somehow after that time of him being dropped off at this closed gas station with no one there, no phone, no anything... Uh, was uh, was then hit by a car and killed on the interstate. And in fact, there is a quote from one of the paramedics uh, that's where where they said, uh, "If I had just known the police officer was just going to drop him off, we wouldn't have left." But this is the reason I bring this up is another example of of what's wrong with this country. We we don't equip people to to handle mental illness. We don't equip people of authority to handle mental illness. Dropped him off at a gas station. Now, unfortunately, he is dead. Because he was having a psychotic episode. Could have been helped. Didn't hurt anybody. It wasn't like that. He jumped on a big rig and was having, like, the side of a big rig and was riding on it because he was having a psychotic episode. Didn't know where the hell he was. He needed help. He didn't need to be arrested. I mean, even if he had to be arrested, arrest him and then bring him to get help. But we live in a country where we have police officers that drop this poor guy off at a closed abandoned gas station and now he's dead. And people wonder why I talk so much about mental health care and mental illness and mental illness awareness and the fact that we do nothing for it in this fucking country. That's why I talk about it. And that's why I will talk about it until the day I'm dead. And if, again, I've said it since the beginning of this podcast, if one kid, one kid hears that and knows that there is someone else out there that can help them, I'm good. The rest of you can hate me. I'm good. All right, let's move on to some tech news. I'm going to speed through this crap. It is a bunch of junk. It's all tech news. Who cares about tech news? I do a little bit. Uh, Samsung headphone dongle, that's right. Uh, the Samsung headphone headphone dongle has leaked ahead of the Note 10 announcement. That means that the new Samsung Galaxy Note 10 is going to eliminate the headphone jack, unfortunately. I teased everyone last week, and I said apologies to everyone. I am going to be losing a headphone jack, and I'm actually at that point right now. Here is my nice little Google Pixel 3. I've got a freaking headphone dongle sitting right over there. It's a real pain in the ass, but I'll deal with it because I needed a new phone. In fact, my phone is doing things right now. Uh, and and But unfortunately, that's the route that we're heading. I'm going to have to live that dongle life. Uh, more Google stuff. Oh, that was Samsung. I'm just thinking Google because I was holding a Pixel 3. Uh, Google is testing a new Play Pass. Uh, that's right, a Play Pass. It's going to be a $5 a month subscription service. Uh, gives you access to tons of premium apps. Tons. Tons. So instead of paying individually for apps, you'll have this $5 monthly charge, and you'll be able to continue using those apps as long as you're paying this $5 subscription fee. Uh, I totally get it. The other thing is I'm, I'm just also so tired of subscription fees. They want, they want a subscri subscription fee for everything. Everything. It's like we're t I, we've talked about the streaming services. All everything. That's a little too much for me. I'm not going to do this. Uh, it's just, I don't even pay for any streaming uh, music streaming services. I, I buy my stuff. I buy it. I own it. I buy it. There it is. Ugh. 
there's some new Alexa updates coming out soon. Uh, it's it's help. It's going to help with understanding commands. Uh, so if you're an Alexa owner user, look forward to that. Uh, this one is important. Free Amazon gift cards. That's right. Amazon is giving away free money right now if you go on Amazon. And you buy, uh, and this is only if you've never purchased uh, gift cards through the Amazon site. If you've purchased uh, gift cards at a grocery store or whatever, you're still eligible for this. But if you've never purchased them on a uh, on on the Amazon site, if you buy fifty dollars worth of gift cards, you actually get fifteen dollars free, fifteen dollars more worth of gift cards free with the code nineteen gift card. That's right. So take advantage of that because that's the thing. Amazon gift cards they don't expire or anything. You can literally just buy gift cards load it onto your Amazon account and buy shit that you would have bought anyway with your credit card and you're basically just getting an extra $15. So, like, I'm probably going to do this later tonight. I'll just, just have it sitting there. It's just free $15. So, so take advantage of that. Uh, and there is a trendy laptop laptop bag that is floating around right now. If you're interested, if you're in the market for a laptop bag, we, we've talked about bags on this podcast before. Uh, super trending and uh, and and great reviews online. And in fact, it is only twenty dollars to purchase this laptop messenger bag. It is from Amazon Basics. So if you're in the market for a laptop bag, check that out. Twenty dollars. Personally, I got so many freaking bags here, and uh, I won't be getting one myself. But check it out. Uh, Apple and Samsung. We got some news from CNN. Uh, in, in the world of duh, CNN. <laughs> Apple and Samsung having trouble. Uh, selling smartphones. Their their smartphone sales are declining. And why? Because nobody wants to pay $1,000 for a fucking smartphone. We've known this. I've been talking, I feel like we've been talking about this on the podcast for a year, year and a half or so. $1,000. Uh, that's why I now have a Pixel 3. Does all this, all the crap that the $1,000 cell phone does not setting me back $1,000. And I'm also on the Google Fi now. Highly recommend the Google Fi. Don't mess with this Verizon and all the other shit. Just get on the Google Fi. Call it a day. Uh, Facebook. Oh man, Facebook. This is the, this is, I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, Facebook is exploring brain control for AR wearables. That's right. Facebook wants to play implant shit in your brain. The website that can't even keep spam about Ray-Ban sunglasses off of their site or spam about weird weight loss pills off of their site wants to put shit in your brain. Yeah, I, I totally want the Zuck coming and putting shit in my brain. Get the fuck out of here, Facebook. I'm so sick of them. I'd like, stop with these things. Uh, we did, unfortunately, have a drone crash in Switzerland. Crashed right near a bunch of kids, unfortunately. This was a delivery drone, uh, and delivery services there have been suspended because, duh, we don't need a bunch of drones flying around delivering packages. Safety. Safety issues. Come on. And, of course, one crashes near... No, no one was hurt, of course. Uh, or fortunately no one was hurt, but, but let's just calm down on the freaking droid delivery or the droid, uh, drone delivery. If an Android's coming to my house, I might be a little okay with that. I don't know. I'd be a little worried. They're trying to kill me. Uh, I'm sorry, robot overlords. I'm very sorry. We'll, we will bow down to you when the time comes. <laughs> uh, some more news out of Google, new Android auto updates coming. So if you have Android auto in your car, uh, they are rolling out updates soon. And many of the updates are revolving around voice commands. And this is of course for safety while you're driving your car. Uh, and one more little piece of news on Facebook. That's right. Uh, Facebook has warned their investor that the Libra digital currency may never actually get launched. That's right. Again, the website that can't keep spam off of your newsfeed and can't get their algorithms correctly uh, shouldn't be in cryptocurrency, and it looks like they are not going to be at this point. Uh, a couple more things I want to talk about regarding common sense. Uh, 
Equifax, you've probably seen this on all the social platforms. Uh, they have a settlement going around. You can go on there, sign up, and you're supposedly going to get sent $125. We are getting news because this is a class action settlement, which means the majority of people aren't actually going to receive that $125 because the more people that get on there and do it, the less money they get, which is fine. I completely understand that. I'm not here to argue that point. What I am here to do is point out to you uh, that you can also take 10 years of credit monitoring from Equifax uh, in lieu of the money that they would give you. Take the credit monitoring. The reason they're giving you money is because your data may have been compromised, and that is what you want to do as opposed to having a little extra money to go buy some bullshit out there. Uh, you want your credit monitored so that no one steals your identification, so just keep that in mind. Uh, I'm going to skip this drinkable marijuana thing. in and out has actually been unseated unseated by another fast food chain nationwide. This is via survey. Uh, in and out was the number one fast food restaurant via this survey for a few years, and most recently in 2018, and now with the 2019 survey, they have been unseated by Chick-fil-A. Despite the fact that you can't get a Chick-fil-A on Sundays, they have been unseated nationwide by Chick-fil-A. The other thing I found interesting about this is in and outs not nationwide. I believe Chick-fil-A is nationwide now. Uh, so you would think that they would have a little bit of an advantage there. Uh, but, of course, people do love Chick-fil-A. Personally, I'm done with Chick-fil-A. Um, I'm not even talking from a political standpoint. I just The past couple times I ate there, it's not good. It's not good. I enjoyed it as a kid, grown, like the few years that I lived in. I, people are always like, oh, you lived... Yes, I didn't fully grow up in Southern California. I was born in Miami. I lived in Florida for a couple years, and I did enjoy going to the mall and getting some Chick-fil-A when I was like four. I enjoyed it then. Now I'm an adult, and despite the fact that I do eat a lot of shitty food and do eat, do enjoy some fast food, Chick-fil-A is not cutting it for me. It doesn't even taste good. It doesn't even taste good. I will go in there and steal like 50 of their sauces. I've never actually gone in there just to take the sauces, but the few times that I do go in there and order, I'm like, load it up, sauces. Because that is one thing they, they do well. Although if you just if you just become friendly with, with restaurants in your neighborhood, fast whatever it is, fresh food restaurant. I go to Jack in the Box half mile from me. Everyone there knows me. They throw like 20 ranches in there. I'm like, can I get some ranch? And then I'll come home. I'm like, all right, I didn't need this much freaking ranch, guys. I do love your ranch, but damn. So I got a fridge full of ranch too right now. It's great. It's great. I was, I'll just always have buttermilk ranch from Jack in the Box. Um, man. And you thought these straight pride parades were ridiculous? I'm not even going to get in depth on this, but apparently uh, there is a woman who is refusing to attend her sister's uh, birthday party, which was originally posted as a birthday party, but she went to find out that it is actually a coming out party, and she is refusing to attend her sister's coming out party. And you might say, well, that's terrible and hateful. No, she, the one refusing to attend the party is actually in the right here because her sister is having a straight coming out party she is coming out as straight yes this is the motherfucking world that we live in wall fans and common censors we have straight pride parades and we have straight coming out parties go the fuck home you're grounded that's it we're done the internet's closed your parties are closed i'm absolutely done if you think you need to have a straight fucking coming out party we definitely set the record for F-bombs today. I, this uh, Record. Somebody go through and count. Episode 105 has definitely got to beat all the other episodes. But straight coming out party. I don't blame her for refusing to go. I don't care how close you are to me. I'd refuse to go to your straight coming out party as well because that's disgusting. That is disgusting. And we can all do better. Because common sense says we can all do much better. And we need to do better to influ influence people to do better as well. Keep that in mind. Stop watching the Kardashians. Get off your ass and tell people how it is and how it should be I'm not saying be an asshole about it but when people around you are doing things like a straight coming out party tell them how it is
Set them straight. And how do you set them straight? Common fucking sense. That's all you got to do. Common sense. All right, wall fans, common sensors. On that note, I always love ending on a ridiculous note like that. On that note, that is going to do it for episode 105 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod and at Magic Muppet. Of course, on Facebook, we're, where we are currently live, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. Uh, and YouTube, head on over there, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our page, and most importantly, SeanOrourkeLive.com, which will show you links to all those things I just mentioned, as well as lots of other stuff that you're not going to find any, any, anywhere else. Uh, quick reminder, no episode next week. We will be back the following week with episode 106, same wall place, same wall time. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media world. No matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.